smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man, so all tick-tock and keep ticking, while I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking, the Lone Ranger, co-ed, danger, deep in the dark with the art, to rip the charts apart, the vandal, too hot to handle your battle, you're saying goodbye, like to be careful, roughneck, inspect the decks on the set, the rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal, the way I make the crowd go all right, guys, welcome back to the uh, 24 Down podcast. Uh, I made a little mistake on the episode the other day for Matt Wolf. I was calling it episode 19. It was actually episode 20. And so with that, we are now here, episode 21. And we've got a really good guest here today, John Simmons. I want to bring John on right now. John, how's it going? Oh, man. man. What's going on, brother? Not too much, man. Um, so there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot to get into. Uh, today and, and mm. um, a lot of people had questions for you and everything like that um i know we're gonna kind of run this the same way we always do and give you a a chance to take a few minutes or however long you want to give us a um <clears throat> a little overview of what your life has been since 24 down but before before any of that um i want to say something to you all right off off air we were talking a little bit and um and you said, you know, I don't remember your exact words, but you said something along the lines of how you were like one of the youngest guys on 24 down. Yeah. And, you know, you, you looked up to us and everything like that. Um, and I, I, I almost told you then and I was like, you know what, oh, I'm going to save this for the podcast. So <laughs> um, what I what I want to say to that um, is, man, you it didn't I don't think anybody realized your age difference or anything like that. Like you came in and you fit right in with everybody. I don't think, um, I don't think anybody like looked at you as like, oh, here's this younger guy who's just like, oh, nope, yeah. here's here's another one of us. So I wanted to tell you that because I, I think it was, it struck me when you said that, like that you know you were the younger guy and you always looked up to us. I mean, in many ways, a lot of us looked up to you for things too. So, well, yeah, I was gonna get. Now we got into it, but it's it's funny because it's like. And, and had like so um, I mean I'll, I guess I'll hop like I'll, we're gonna be a little choppy because I guess when we talk it's like now my mind is like all over the place but like you saying that it's funny that you were one of the first guys to come and come and talk to me and kind of just kind of we had so our our first like big thing I'm telling you I was we were probably there for maybe about a week maybe and that's when the Izzy Hot Challenge came around and <laughs> I was like I was like you know that was something I never thought I would be like, oh yeah, let's do it. But like, I remember vividly, vividly, because I think, was it Mike? That was my roommate. Yeah. Was it? No, no, not Mikey, but Mike, the soccer player. I can't, I can't remember. I, I don't know. I can't remember either. But it was, he was a soccer player. Him and, him and, um, was it Frizzle? They were, they were good friends. Okay. But I don't remember who, was it Mike? I don't know. His, I can't remember his name. I can't remember now either. Thank you. <laughs> but I remember he was out doing something. It was just it was just me. And again, it was like my first week in college. And I remember laying in the top bunk and you just kind of came in. And it was like, it's like, yeah, we're about to go do this thing. And I was like, well, what are we about to go do? It was like, oh, we're about to go do something. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'm not really I'm kind of I was like, I still like shy. Like I'm like I'm a trained uh, extrovert. I was always like growing up. I was like introvert for a long time and like during high school. I, I kind of had to train myself to be kind of a little, a little bit more out there. So when you were like, I was like, all right, let me just, I'm in college. This is my 
first week in college. It's like, let's go see what's happening. Lo and behold, maybe <laughs> maybe 20 minutes later, I got icy hot on my balls for like <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what the heck am I doing? And but you were like, I mean, there was a ton of, but you were the first one to say, come on, let's let's go do this. And then and then I kind of sparked the so and then literally that's that's probably the best thing that could have happened because that sparked this such a like a feeling of like accept acceptance and like like that was really for me where the brotherhood started and like again that was like the first weekend so i mean i as i was going through this day i was in my head i was just going through like at least one person i can tell you like one thing from neil to 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 buddha to you to kill like i was picking every little like not every little but thinking at least about one great memory that i had and there's one for everybody and it's and it's so crazy because i again i was only again i was there as a freshman and only stayed for one full year but within that year 15 years now i'm on this podcast and and like talking about reunions and and, and missing and get to see everyone with kids and marriage so this is like it's such a we really were brothers like like that's something that I will always remember and it, and it's crazy well so it's like um <clears throat> you talk about only being there like one full year like that's another like crazy thing to me is that like just like without like putting too much thought into it like it, it, and I'm sure everybody else would feel the same way like it, it felt like you were there the whole time because yeah. like of how close you were with us um that whole it's funny that that the icy hat thing what what year did you come 2007 is that what it was i was i came yeah 2007 2008 but i was there and, and it's funny though again this goes back to me being so young i turned so i graduated high school at 17 so i was a newly formed 18 year old so i was about i might as well still have been like a kid um but yeah, it was uh, 07, 08. Nice. That's awesome. Um, well, we'll, uh, we'll kind of let you take over here um, and catch everybody up on, uh, on what your life has, what's been going on in your life since, since leaving Valley Forge and, and 24 down. So go ahead and take it away. Well, brother. Um, dang. It's funny. A lot has happened. Um, so I guess I'll just start with me. Oh, leaving uh that that summer so i remember so basically what happened when with my uh with valley forge was uh, i had i was on a scholarship and uh and again me being young and not really uh really understanding what being on a scholarship really meant so i i basically i was like a couple like gpa points off of like keeping my scholarship and so um which which sucks because now that I now that I think back on it, I'm like, dang, I should have just I wasn't really aware, really, really aware of like I'm thinking I can just, you know, go back the next year and kind of and I'd come back and figure out that, you know, I'm not getting all the money that I needed f- to stay on campus and everything. So that was really tough. I really had to really kind of grow up and like really just kind of take that one and say, all right, I messed up. And so, so I end up, so I end up doing is going to a community college uh, and studying and studying like just business and kind of just getting gen ed class out there, which um, like I tell all my kids now, 
the youth that I that I that I'm with at the at the church, I think doing gen gen classes and getting them cheaper and cheap like is the best way to go, and then transfer into your uh, um, to wherever school you want to. But I that was one thing that kind of kept me from being out of debt. Uh, so so I do community college. It's cool, whatever. And then I end up uh, I'm missing I'm missing a lot of stuff, but I end up getting this job, working at a retirement home. And, you know, and on top of doing that, that was um, just, just doing that job. Um, I continue to stay in ministry. So like, even when I was at Valley Forge, when I, those first, first couple of months, I was coming back home to do uh, kids and youth ministry. Uh, but like kids ministry was my heart. So it's always something that I was um in like the forefront of my mind. So that was where I came to Valley Forge for was it was for kids ministry, but it was also for, for sound and, uh, and uh, digital media before there wasn't even a, uh, the major was there. Um, so I was, I still am super big with the kids and the youth. Um, and it's funny, I've started, I started doing uh, kids ministry when I was 15 and it kind of, I'm still doing kids ministry now. I'm still doing youth ministry. So, and it's, and it's funny because when I hear about like all the tribulations, like everyone else had to go through, like coming out of the forge and, you know, having doing, had to do their, like, figure out what am I really doing in ministry and figure out what, like, what's going on, um, like job wise and stuff like that. It's always, for me, it was, it was, I, I got really blessed because even when I kind of came out of forge and I was still doing, I still was doing crazy amount of kids ministry and a crazy amount of the like youth ministry so and now that's i'm preparing to kind of get back to my school and and become a like a, a like a licensed pastor which is like a whole nother story that we we'll probably will get into down but i i it's it's been a journey trying to be trying to get licensed and you know but so so i do i i do the uh um I do the, um, I've been doing the, uh, dang it, what is it? Retirement home, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, retirement home. And I got to minister to like a generation that maybe some people never get the opportunity to because I had to meet a, a woman that was like in Germany when the Nazis was like during the war, like straight up. It was, and, and like the oldest resident that I got a chance to really talk to, and, and she was like 103. So, and it's, it's funny because on top of, so I got the full spectrum of like life, like the circle of life when I was dealing with like the, the, uh, the kids, the doing kids ministry um, and the youth. But then when I would go to work, my staff was like the like 17 to 18 uh, area, 20s, 20s. And then I got to deal with the, uh, the elderly. And I did that for 11 years. I just recently, just within the last year, moved to a another job and it's at a school in PA uh it's called Elwin School and I supervised the uh well the school's closed down right because of COVID but but it works with kids with special uh special needs like physical and physical mental and uh behavioral so I get the whole spectrum with that and it kind of just helps me kind of you know get that next step and 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 figure out that kind of uh, I guess I want to say there are kind of issues, but like 
the way that they learn and the way that they kind of live with like those those special needs. So I I'm I've always been a people person, and I think that's what really helped me to kind of you know be even at a young age to be a part of like a group like Twenty Four, to be a part of a family like Twenty Four, where it's so many different walks of life, and and I'll, I'll get into that as after this kind of short brief stuff, but. So, and for, and it's crazy. So, so I was there for like 11 years, but when I came out, I was, I think around like, it's funny. Cause I was going through, I want to say depression, but I was going through like, like feeling like no one wanted me. Cause I was single for like literally like 26 years, not 26 years, but since, since, since Valley Forge, all the way to like, I was 26. Right. So that's almost like 10 years. And I'm like, God, what is going on? I'm a good looking guy. I got some kind of money. I'm not dead broke. I look okay. I may still live in my mama's house, but it's okay. But, and so, but I was always, I always told God, I'm going to, I'm literally on waiting for marriage kind of thing. I'm really going to wait for that girl because there was always girls around, but I was like, you know, weighing it out. And I, and, you know, it's me kind of honoring, honoring God with like, like just everything. So, so I was like, I was about to be like, you know what? Let me just go on and do what I want to do. And then it's funny. I was transferring. Well, not transferring. I was, I was going to a new church and I was about to be out of the district. And, you know, the AG will kind of come up a lot in my journey. Well, AG is, is still a very prominent uh, thing in, in my life. You know, well, I can, I'll get into that too as well. But <clears throat> So I was about to be out of district. I was about to be completely away from whatever normal I was going to do and go into this mega church. And uh, lo and behold, one of my pastors, again, she's, she's, um, she's more than just a pastor. She's like a, a spiritual mother. Um, and she, she called me up. She's like, Hey, I got a spot in youth ministry. I could really use you. I need you kind of thing. And I was like, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in the AG anymore. I was, I was looking, I was, this is the part where I was just kind of just looking to step out. She was like, all right, all right, come on for spaghetti, whatever, whatever. Then like another like month or two, she was like, Hey, like I still got the spot. I need, I'm going to need, I was like, ah. I'm at this point I'm doing like, like the tour of my section. So it's like four or five churches and like a couple of non-denominational churches. And I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then she was like, all right, all right. And then like one more month came around. Right. And I was like, I just felt God like take it. So all right, call up and said, okay, I'll do it. I'll come. So I got on board, started with the, with the teens. Uh, and no more than like a month where we had to take the teens up to a, a youth convention, not a youth convention. It was a youth retreat. And there's this girl, uh, that I was talking to like once every year when I would go up there for like the kids camp and lo and behold what she's doing she's doing she's on the register like taking money from youth and not seem like she's having like a great time because youth kids can be a pain in the butt we all know that I'm talking to a lot of pastors and a lot of youth leaders right now they can just be a pain so so I again I've known her for like at that point was like maybe like six years, but only really seen her like once or twice uh, a year. So I walk over there and I always thought she was, she was a good looking, a good looking uh, young lady. So I go and I talk to her and end up long story short, she becomes a wife 
and it's it's again i'll get into that too as well uh but yeah and i I had to wait like there were some times where i was really like struggling to be like god i'm i'm ready for this and you know and it and it took i guess a lot of my maturity as i as i look back and like i need to mature a lot um so yeah so so now so then we got married and now being a husband it is great it is great but I definitely had to commit to working at it for sure. <laughs> I had to commit to uh, just being someone that's not single anymore and, and really kind of killing the old, the old man and, and, and stepping up to that, that role as being the husband. Cause you know, they like you're told what a husband should do, but you never told how that, like how you really should be a husband. You told that you're supposed to provide this, that, and third, but they never really tell you in moments where it's like you got to make a decision you can't look back on it and if it goes wrong you got to go from you got to go from it's wrong to just step up and and adjust and so and then just and again our relationship was long distance so i had to drive two hours every time to see her for like almost a full almost yeah it was about a year we yeah it was about a year and and I really, I never, I said, God, I'm never doing long distance relationship. And God works in funny ways for sure, where I swore off long distance relationships and come and come now to me marrying a girl that was two hours away and had to drive back and forth. And when we got engaged, that through the eight months, I drove, I drove back and forth for eight months straight every. Every other week I was down there and I had a great car. She's still, she's the car still with me. That's my Trudy. But I put some miles on that car, like no one's business, bro. It's like two, it was like, it's like two hours down, two hours back. Yeah. So, but so, so now, you know, being a husband has been awesome. And, you know, all right, this is just a little nugget. I mean, you guys have all, I've all, I posted it. Um, on on the family chat, I call it the family chat um, that we're expecting, but I, we haven't posted it like uh, like Facebooks and like all that. So you know, I I keep that one for the family. So if you guys you guys listening, we're gonna keep that to ourselves for a little bit until she gets a little bit more bigger and starts to show a little bit more. But she's like she she's twelve weeks now. So and now that's a whole nother like it's it's crazy like i don't even really like i so we got like the the first sonogram and we're we're looking at that right now and and it's and it's cool because it's like a little shrimp or like she said it's like as big as a mustache so so but like jumping in the fatherhood is like it still hasn't really hit me like usually like working with kids and teenagers you know i play with kids you know feed them get it and then you give them back like for my like half my life love on your kid everything like that, do whatever. And then I give them back to you. Now it's like, oh, I gotta take this, I take this bad boy home. Like this is, this is mine. So, but yeah, so it's, so now that next step into being a dad is like, it's exciting. It's a little nerve wracking. Um, it's definitely gonna be a whole nother new, uh, a whole nother new chapter but it's it's cool i got a lot of great family and a lot of great friends uh around the support and i i got great role models and so it's 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 set up to be really good and i'm i'm just like 
I still don't really, I still can't believe I'm about to be like a dad. I mean, darn near 31, but it's like sometimes I still feel like I'm 18 putting icy hot on my balls. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so that's where we're kind of at. Like in a nutshell, that's that's kind of where. Oh, and I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'll get into that as we kind of just go through some some of the stuff and some of the questions that I saw on the uh, on the the family feed. So, uh, you know, I want to say uh, first and foremost on, on on behalf of the Twenty Four Down family, like congrats. I know, like a lot of us said, congrats. Um, but man, that's <clears throat> that's awesome. That's super exciting. I know, like when you, I, I remember, like when you sent the picture. I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm staring at this picture, and I'm like, wait, mad, like, mad what's random. the? I was like, what's the joke that I'm missing? Like, and then I was like, oh, wait, hold on, are you saying like what I think you're saying? You know, and then it's like completely off topic. Yeah, I like yeah. I just threw it up there. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's some like meme or something, and I'm like, where? What, what do I not get with this thing? <laughs> like, but then like when you, you know when like you shared and we all realized okay like this is legit like i just remember like the outpouring and yeah, man. Uh, and dude like i i don't have to like speak for everybody on this like i speak for myself but i guarantee you everybody else thinks the same thing you're gonna make a absolutely awesome dad like yeah. that's just part of your personality and um so it's super super exciting couldn't be more happy for you man yeah I- I'm telling you the the like I'm telling it's weird it's so weird that we went from talking about doing a Zoom call, doing the Zoom call, then doing over text, then doing like like we picked off we picked off like we never left. And it's so funny that I mean I just I was reading what Colleen said we like the picture of us all laying it looked super super homosexual, but we were like that was like that was just a normal kind of get together for us and and it really does speak to how what our bond is, is it's crazy it's crazy i've never had a bond with a group of people that i've really only knew for a year like face to face for a year that it goes till i'm 31 when i was 18 years old freshly 18 like it's crazy well so something something that's like really telling to me also and this is maybe like i don't know if this is the case for everybody um, as a case for me though um, one thing that I like noticed and, like kind of opened my eyes was my wedding mm-hmm. and, and at my wedding um, prior like friends that I had prior to Valley Forge so and I, and I went to Valley Forge late I think I was 22 maybe mm-hmm. when, I, when I went there so friends from when I was born to 22 um, that I <clears throat> that I had at that wedding were yeah. very small in comparison to friends from the Valley Forge circle, yeah. and yeah. and like when you look at that, like that Valley Forge circle, like that was for me, it was three and a half years of my life, and the the bonds and the friendships that we made in, in that short amount of time, whether it was for you a year or three years or four years or five or whatever it was, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, that's so that's such a short amount of time, but we are just as close as if we are blood family. Like, and yeah. it's it's crazy. So, um, yeah, just, I thought that was that really on my wedding day. I think that hit me more than anything else. I was like, I, and the thing that killed me is like, 
there were so many more 24 down people that I wanted to invite and we were so limited on space, but like literally, literally there were, I mean, there's so many more people I wanted to invite, but I'm, I remember just sitting there thinking like, wow, like I've got, you know, all these people that came to be a part of this day from out of state that Mm -hmm. drove multiple hours. Cause I'm not in Pennsylvania anymore. I'm back home in Michigan. Yeah. And didn't think twice about it. And the people that weren't there um, because we weren't able to have as many people as, you know, I would have loved to have, like, I know they would have done the same thing. And it's, it's the same for anything. Like if, if, if something were to happen big in, in our lives and we had that call of like, Hey, like come, whatever, for yeah. most of us, barring like some extreme exceptions, like we're going to do that. And it just shows, like you said, like just the the closeness, the bond that this family really has. And I, it, it blows my mind every day it, still. Bro, it, it blows my mind because I think, and it's funny that you brought up weddings because when we had ours, it's funny when you really have to like, like, cause like that's one of the worst, it's like one of the worst feelings to have to nix people because they're like, not like blood family. So, yeah. and like some of the blood family, you know, like, I'm trying to choose my words. <laughs> so, I wish I could add more people to it. And it's, sure. and it's funny. It's funny because it's like, uh, I I remember going, looking at our, like our, our invite list. I'm like, I could have added like another 120, 100. Like, like when you look at it, like I could have added a whole another 200 people. And we had, a fairly big wedding. We had like most of our invites actually showed up. So I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> we got to pay for how much? But <laughs> it's like, it's it is one of those things that I I wish I could have had way more people and 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 not have had been limited to money. But I guess you know. But if I would have had as much money as I wanted to, there would have been all there would have been a lot of twenty four down folks there for sure. Well, yeah, I mean like. Like thinking, I you know, if this would never happen, but like theoretically, if my wife was like, hey, um, I don't I'm not going to invite anybody on my side of the family or anything mm-hmm. like literally like. It's all going to be everybody you want to invite, like I literally <laughs> would have started with the 24 down family and like thought of every single person that was there during the time I was there and I would have been like, yep, yep, yep. You know, yep, keep going. <laughs> um, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. I, I, I've said it quite a few times lately. Like I just, I, I love this family. I really do. And um, it's so awesome to just be uh, in contact a lot more again. Yeah. And, that's and what just, I love. Dude. Like, cause, okay. So I think about, I think about this too, had, had all this not started, um, I'm sure eventually I would have found out that, you know, you guys are having a kid, but maybe I wouldn't have found out until a year or two after your, yeah. your child was born, you know? And now it's like, I get to like sit there and I get to enjoy the the journey with you. And like, we all, like, we all have like, so it's like anything that's going on in any of our lives, we're all there to support. We're all there to like be a part of again. And man, I just, I can't thank everybody enough for being a part of it. Which it is, it is, it's so telling because I remember when you posted like on the, and it's funny how the, the resurgence of the page kind of like, it's funny. We didn't have like, like any kind of like 
like anything on the the Facebook page. And then you just came on one day, let's do a Zoom call. And then it just took off. And I remember being so mad when I thought I missed the, the Zoom call. And it was like, I think it was like, you guys are already on for like an hour and a half. And I, and I, I was scrolling and I was like, oh shoot, we're, they're doing a Zoom call. And I was like, let me hear, let me see, I'm going to text hat. Let me, and, and then again, I got, it's, it's weird. It was not weird, but I got so FOMO, not able to talk with everybody and like to see everyone. And then when I hopped on and saw everyone's face, I was like, oh shoot, man, this is, this is like home. This is, this is like, like a big old reunion. And, you know, I've been trying to, uh, kind of see a lot of the silver lining with, with COVID and everything. And, you know, you know, a lot of people are dying. A lot of things are happening with it. And we're not allowed to, we're not, not, not anymore, but it was at that time we weren't able to really see everybody. But first off with COVID, trying to take the pause, trying to at least take some pauses from, but, but able to spend as much time as I could with my wife. Like during that time, we went over during the, during the, uh, the zoom call that, uh, you know, I was I was laid off for like well furloughed, excuse me, for like for like a month, right? But that was like I got to spend so much time, and you know, God took care of us. You know, kept the bills paid, and but I spent we spent literally every day together. Like that would never happen without that kind of like for a full month. And now we we spend a lot. Like it's it's different now. It's so much different between me and her. And and then I would never we would never really have gotten to. I don't think we got to reconnect the way we did because after that zoom call, you guys were like a priority again, not saying that you, not saying that you guys weren't, but you guys were like a priority where I got to stay in touch with everyone. And, and it's funny though, I stay more in touch with you guys right now than, you know, than a lot of other people that I spend more time with in the, in the past. And it's just, it really is, man, it's a God thing, bro. It's, you know, wherever we're at in our, in our spiritual walks, from what I've been listening to from the podcast, everyone's spiritually doing good. I mean, from what I've been hearing, everyone's spiritually good, you know, no theologies and stuff like that are always going to be different, but you know, God has taken care of this family. And I believe that for sure, wherever we're at, it doesn't really matter where, where we're at, you know, God took care of us and you know, God has got us where we are like firing on all cylinders. Like I look at that message and I'll, it's funny, I'll be doing something at work and I'll feel my phone vibrate once, but then I'll look at it. It's like 25 messages just popped off and like, man, weird. And it's, and you know what's super funny too? I don't know if some of you guys got like early, like Rizzo, he's up early and I'm up, I get up, like my alarm goes off at like five and I, I kind of chill in bed for like a half hour, but <coughs> Like I'm driving at seven o'clock and I'll feel Rizzo vibrate in my pocket. Like Rizzo's office, like he must have like a, an early job as well. But that message thing, the message board goes off super early, so it's like there's there's days that it'll just go off all day long. Like <laughs> yeah. it'll, you know, and I and I love it. Like it's yeah. it's just awesome. Well, let's uh let's hop into some some of these questions here. All right, and I it. think some I think some of these questions will bring up some stories you want to talk about and if yeah. not anything we don't talk about during the questions at the end feel free we'll, we'll, we'll have a chance to get into anything else you want to talk about so um first set of questions here comes from wolfie okay um and 
his uh, his first question is, uh, who was who the first person you met when you came to 24 Down, and what was that interaction like? All right, let me see. The first person, I think it might have been Kindler because he was at ARA at that time, so I was moving in. Um, but it's actually, it's funny. I, I'm, so it's, it's funny because he, he might've been the first person, but like everyone like talked to me while I was going to set up. And, and I remember you asking to help me with my bags and like, it was, well, it was Josh Lee. Yeah. He asked me to help. I think and at the time, who was, who was the, who was the RA at that time? Andrew, Andrew wasn't the RA then? No, 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 I'm sorry. He was he was the RA. But who was it? I was remember the ARA. It was, um, there was two ARAs. I remember Josh Lee being one of them. Okay. And then I know it switched. I no. can't remember. <laughs> Shoot. I don't so, know. so I, I just remember I remember Josh Lee and Andrew being RA RA. That's the only one. Like, I don't know where they, which one was the, the, the ARA. I just remember them being the two. Right. But so, yes, yeah, but it's, it's funny. It was, yeah. I, but the first reel that I can really remember, the first, first react, like, um, interaction, I'm sorry, was with you. Like, that was the first memorable one. Again, that was, again, within the first week that I was kind of there. And then, Oh, man, who is, who was, what was his name? I, I bet, I bet Frizzle would know. Your roommate at the time? Yeah. So, so I, I'm going to, um, it was there. Okay. Murph There's asked a soccer a, player. That's, I don't know. I Mur, so Murph asked a question, which we'll get into later about your roommate. And he said, um, he called him Bob, and he said, "Yeah, he, he wasn't sure nah, if that was his name." No, nah, it wasn't Bob. Okay, but it's, it's, I think I know who he's alluding to. He might have been. I don't know if he was alluding to Neil or Dan Han. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got a story about about Murph because it was funny because Murph came in second semester, but since we were again we were one of we were the two young guys like in like you know, uh, Sam Lee was one of the other freshmen. Um, there was. Joel and not Jolie, not not Jolie, but Joel Dorch, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, real tall. He was the, yeah, tall kid. Yeah, yeah. So he was the other freshman, and I think that I think that was that was the only freshman, I, I believe. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for sure. Well, maybe someone will remember. Someone's got to remember. <laughs> Um, all right, so Wolfie's second question here. Uh, he said, um, we had, talk about 24, we had some strong personalities. Were you intimidated by anybody at first? Intimidated? Again, I was, I'm going to say intimidated. I definitely was uh, definitely shy. There wasn't, like, again, when I first got there, everyone was super old. And I think that was one of the testaments to you guys is, as just, you know, I guess you, I would say you guys are the OGs, uh, but you guys definitely welcomed me with like open arms. Like there wasn't intimidated. I even, even, hmm. I guess the one person 
I guess the one person I won't even say intimidated would definitely, but I was like not really comfortable around the first in the beginning was definitely Rick because again he was bigger, but again within a week or so of knowing like who he was like I I was I mean it was it went pretty pretty smooth after that but Rick definitely the bigger guy definitely he would seem a little bit more intimidating but that's because he wasn't on the floor like that so but he he wasn't on the floor like that but he was definitely like around enough I think like I I brought it up I don't remember if it was just the other day on Wolfie's or on Wolf's episode, or it was one of the episodes recently. I just brought it up too about Rick and, and kind of the same thing of like, um, like I love the guy to death, but at first, like he's just he's a very loud guy, very mm-hmm. boisterous guy, and so like yeah. there does have a little bit of that intimidation factor. But like then you get to know him, you're like, well, this is the most lovable guy ever. You yeah. know? It's a, and I guess I'll, I'll start off with Rick. You know, the first kind of real. Um, kind of time I was we talked about baseball and everything and then I remember when I really got to know him just you guys used to talk about his laugh and I never really heard his laugh and then it's it's funny the first time I really heard his laugh was in chapel and the fact that everyone recognized his laugh was like oh this is this is a funny guy it's, and I just that was my first kind of like kind of getting to know who Rick really was just by his laugh and 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 then hearing everyone talk about how this guy's laugh was like like Santa Claus and and it's and it's I mean it was true it was it was true I just but I remember him I can hear him laughing outside and hearing it in the like in the dorm yeah. freaking crazy <laughs> yeah Rick's, his laugh is definitely iconic for sure <laughs> that's for sure um so Wolf, Wolfie's next question here. This is a question he's been asking everybody. If you could have any Valley Forge building named after you, other than 24, what would you choose? Hmm. Other than 24. Honestly, the the most and the most time I spent other than on the floor was was in the, the back porch. Yeah. I spent I remember I remember waking up for football for college football Saturdays and being the only one there. And until, until I find like a cool link where I could just watch like football games, it would, I would go and no one be up because either everyone went home, which was, which is, is crazy because when I was there, that was the most kids that Valley Forge had. And our senior class was like 300 and something, which we were like one of the, the bigger classes. Like it was like three, 20 or something like that. It was a lot of freshmen coming in. And I remember everyone, and then the year before that, it was like the most they ever had. But a lot of, a lot of those guys went home for other ministry stuff or like, so being on the back porch, there's almost every Saturday during football season that I would be there by myself watching the games. And I, and I loved it because it was, it was just me. Like some people would pop in, but the back porch, the, the, the food area wouldn't be open that early. So I would have that. So I would probably say like the back porch. It was, it was the only, if I remember correctly, it was the only building on campus that had cable television. So, yes. So yeah. Anytime there was a sports game that would have been on, like that was the place to be. I remember like I went there countless times to watch Red Wings games that any, any time that there was a Red Wings game that was nationally televised, I was at the yeah. back porch watching it. And 
which is and you know in a, in a, in this, and it's dumb i think about it now that we had to like sign out for the tv that was like the yeah. dumbest thing and you know valley forge might as well promoted us pirating like like videos and movies because you put no cable of course i'm gonna go to limewire and down like sixteen thousand movies or try to find like a streaming network right there's, right there's no cable like right so not one tv <laughs> you would think i mean whatever i'm not gonna get into this too much but you would think with how much like we're, <laughs> how much we paid for college, like mm-hmm. I think they could probably afford to put cable in the dorms. Like I just a, whatever. No, I think they. I think, and it's funny because when Bonjour, they had Bonjourno, and that was like okay, this is like the step up. But like you guys, like they couldn't even give us like Ace. I re- oh gosh, now this thing's starting to float in my head. I remember one time I came back and I brought my boy Jeffries. Yeah, I think yeah, you guys remember Jeffries. Okay. Was, I remember before Ace. No, no, I was still there. I was still there. I remember laying out in the foyer, and it was so hot. Like <laughs> I mean, so hot. I remember sweating on on this couch. I'm like, what the freak? Can we not have ACs in our room? I, and just remember putting this box fan in the room, and that was it. Like I can't bring an AC unit in this place. Like, is this for real? But humble beginnings, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. The next uh, next set of questions here come from Colleen. Mm-hmm. Um, her first one is, what was your favorite memory of 24 Down and your worst memory of 24 Down? So I'll start with the uh, I'll start with the veggies. The worst, the worst memory. And it wasn't even like the worst memory. It's still kind of... It's, no, okay. So I guess the worst memory is is it's really stabby, but us leaving, like leaving us, like leaving each other for like like the full year or the semester and not seeing people come back, and then realizing that I wasn't coming back and literally how cross there was, knowing that I was going to come back for that that next year, that was I felt I felt so bad. I it it took me a long time to kind of get over it. And I wouldn't say a long time. I mean, it took me like a couple weeks to a month, kind of just to. And then at every opportunity I could, I would come back. So even when I didn't, and then it's, it's, it's funny that I would have dreams of like coming back, but like, it was the weirdest thing. And, and I would come back, but it was like completely different. And like things were, but I remember the worst, the worst moments was like not coming, finding out that I wasn't able to come back. And, and that, that was, that, that was really, and it was, that sucked a lot for me, to be completely honest. But uh, the um, some of the best memories, it's, there's quite a few. I'll say one is like <clears throat> when we had to, when we did like the, the football or any of the sports, but the football for for definitely was the top because we got the, we had the girls and we had the guys and how we all practiced together when we had the girls with the powder puff and practicing with the girls and like kind of just build a relationship like that. And then I would say though, the top, the top one is definitely us going out for like either Sonic runs or like Wawa runs where we all, I remember the one thing, and this all happened so quick. I can remember now it's starting to come back to me. I think it maybe had it been like, again, the first week thing yeah, we got off <laughs> hot and running I think it was like the first week within being there. We, Andrew and like you and I think Buddha and, and all the upperclassmen. I mean, you guys are like still like sophomore. 
I think sophomore juniors at the time, but all the upperclassmen when it comes to, to me said, get in the car. We're all going to Sonic. And I remember packing the car with the girl, like the girls came as well and just having like 25 of us all sitting in like the Sonic parking lot, just, and that was, that was the best. And then the, the campfire too. Anytime that we were really together, that was like some of the best times, but the Sonic, the Sonic run, the first one definitely was, was definitely something that stood out to me big time. I remember when um, it, it might've been right around that time. I can't remember exactly, but um, I remember when they put that Sonic in there. Cause that was the mm. first Sonic in the area. And, and no joke for probably a good two, three months. Like, there was several Sonic runs because it was like, hey, there's yeah. a Sonic here. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter that that's a 45 minute drive. It like, was we're a 45 <laughs> minute drive, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, oh, and so, yeah, so that's good. So, her next question here um, is if you could go back for one day to be with 24 Down, what's the one thing you would do? To a Sonic run, man. <laughs> that's awesome seriously i would do it we would all i think at like the height i want to yeah i was at the, like the height of like like this is probably like mid-semester where we had a good 30 some odd people like when i look back at the picture of us like our pictures that we would our semester picture that we would take in front of the campus i mean it'd take in front of the building and like off of the building it looked like a good 20 of us was in there and we were missing people for so, sure so definitely like if all I'm just gonna shoot out like 30 of us with the Sonic and shut that Sonic down <laughs> and just tailgate it, that would be that would be something I would do for sure. That's awesome. Um, all right, so here our next our next question is: um, What's the craziest, most dangerous thing you did with 24 Down? I remember. I remember. Craziest, I mean, what's the crazy the crazy thing? I remember going on the back roads and like when you guys were all driving, like like you guys all had like for the that was like the first time I, I knew that people were like driving stick. Like literally every one of you guys drove stick. I don't think and I remember being all packed up on numerous occasions. It was either a Wawa run, I mean not a Wawa run, but a Walmart run or a Sonic run. And Y'all would fly through <laughs> those back roads. And there's times where I'm like, yo, we're about to like there were narrow roads. Like I I'm not like a crazy driver anymore. I used to be like borderline what we used to do, not, but I got to like a crazy car accident. So now I'm like super like in my dad, like super old man mode now. I still but I remember driving. You know what? There's one more thing that comes to mind, but it wasn't with 24. But I guess if it was with the the twins in in Audra, and one of their friends when I went to, dang, it's funny how you start talking and then all of a sudden like these things come. But I remember, well, I don't know. I think it was during like Christmas break or something like that. I went over and I spent like the weekend or, or almost maybe like four or five days there. I remember we were walking somewhere. Monkey was there too, but I remember climbing down this like sewer like tunnel thing <laughs> like this black kid from woman like <laughs> driving we drive we, well i don't know if we drove but we walked somewhere it was it was mad dark and it was like we're on a bridge i remember 
I don't know if it was Yugi that popped the manhole cover up or something, but it was it was super shady. It was super shady. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what we were doing there. I, and there's we have a picture of it. We're just like looking over this bridge, but I'm like, what the freak? And I was like really like scared. Like I was like, what are we doing here, guys? Uh, I couldn't tell them that. I was like, Leo, let's just uh, <laughs> let's go head on back up. Like it's a little dark down here. It's a lot of graffiti. So let's uh, let's keep it moving. But that was that was probably one of them as well. That's awesome. Um so Colleen's last question, and this is the question she asks everybody. She wants to know when the heck you're getting the 24 down tattoo. Man, oh man. I didn't, you know, if you would have asked me like maybe like five, six years ago, it probably would have been on like the back of my arm or just right on my arm. But we'll we'll see that. I'm not sure when. I don't I don't know. My wife's got got a couple. She's playing. She's got like two, and she's playing against some more. But you know, I don't know, man. I'm, I thought so. Let me tell you something. It's funny when I came when I came back home and those like, I think it was a good two years where I was really like missing everybody. I mean, I was I was coming back and forth randomly just to kind of visit till everyone kind of like graduated or like left. And I would sit at work and like figure out where I would in a in a in a marker. I would just figure out where my twenty four would go. I was thinking about get it like on my on my hand where like the my pointer finger, my thumb is right in that little wedge. That mm-hmm. was like the that's where I was gonna get it for like like if you would have asked me then, that's probably where <laughs> I would have got it. I don't know now um, where I would get it or when I'm going to get it, but that will be, that's where I wanted to get it. And I would, I would shade it in and do different designs and try to figure out how I wanted it. But I was going to get it on my hand. That might've been, um, I, I don't know if my parents would scream at me <laughs> for getting a tattoo on my hand. Like, you could have put it somewhere else. You got to put it on your hand. But that's where I was, I was going to get it, Colleen. That's for sure. I was going to, I was going to get it and it was going to be on my hand. Nice. Um, <clears throat> all right. So this, Next set of questions here comes from Rizzo. Okay. Um, his, his first question is, I see you posting stories of you watching movies all the time. What's your favorite comedy, drama, and action movie? Right. So I'll do the action. It's funny, but it's not funny, but it's, I feel like sometimes it's cheesy, but it's, it's literally my favorite movie where I can watch like a hundred times within a week and just watch when we when we first moved in to our apartment and we didn't have cable i would literally watch that movie almost every day and it's the mummy like geez it's that that brendan fraser man <laughs> that so the mummy is definitely my my action comedy man it's 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 i would oh, man that's a toughie because like they kind of like they kind of interchange and comedy. So comedy is the hardest because I watch a lot of comedy movies and then also horror movies is like my biggest wheelhouse, like drop, like drama. I would, I would kind of put drama in like a thriller kind of categories, but like it's, it's up there. I, I honestly, I honestly couldn't even really. And I looked at this question, but I couldn't, I can't really tell you my favorite comedy because I would, I would say one and then go to bed and be like, oh, shoot, that's <laughs> the one I'm actually like. But I like, um, it's the comedy, I guess it would be Life with uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Martin Lawrence. It's one of my, it's, 
But again, I say that now, and I'll go back and like, oh no, this is my favorite. <laughs> but then I guess drama or like, uh, I'm a big Oceans fan, so Oceans Twelve is definitely. I guess I put in the kind of drum, but again, I'm thinking about it now and there's like another 20 different. So, but that would be, those would be the ones that definitely come to mind that stick out. Nice. Um, so his next question is, um, what would your, what would be your dream sound gig? Could be, uh, could be a band or performer or anything. So, so even now, like as I am, um, so I'm, so, I mean, you probably know this and probably a lot of, but, I, I do DJ and and I started working on sound or quotations, you know, as church could call them, like doing the sound when I was like 15. So, so now I do it for our church now, but like, I would love to do, there's, there's quite a few, but like, it's called uh, Abbey Hall in, in London, um, not in London, but it's in the UK. It's a, and it's like a Carnegie Hall for like the UK. Um, so definitely that, and I definitely want to do this one day. I, it's on my bucket list to either attend or do a set at a this place called uh, Ultra in in Miami. It's called the Ultra Music Festival, and it's all all EDM kind of stuff. I hate these word EDM because when I grew up, it wasn't called EDM. Uh, it was just called shouts out to to, to Tim. Um, but yeah, so that's that would, that would be, and then. You know, there's there's a ton of different, but I love uh, orchestras and stuff like that. And so, like to do sound for that would be like anything with a lot of instruments and and just a lot of moving parts. You can just build that bridge, uh, 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 just sound wise. So, but definitely Abbey Hall. You know, uh, a lot of places in the UK that I definitely want to one day I'll get there and and kind of do the music scene. That's always definitely been a bucket list. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of, and I also wanted to do like from movies to the sound when they like bring in a band or like an orchestra or like like to do the sound, I mean, to do the music for that movie and then I would mix and master that. That's that's something that I would definitely, I definitely love, would love to do. But yeah, Ultra, I'm gonna get there one year. I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get there one year. <laughs> um Rizzo's last uh thing here he says this isn't a challenge uh nor him asking you to do this but and this is in quotes he says you can't Wu-Tang better than me oh man it's <laughs> it's funny that and I'll tell you something between it's I had a lot of interactions with I mean the whole family but like it was you Rizzo Kindler um, that I, I I don't I don't know if I spend more time with you guys, but I feel like I spend more time with you guys because all the all the I mean you guys again you guys you guys were the OG so a lot of our events you guys were involved like it wasn't like it wasn't like we were gonna do something and neither of you were gonna be like in the mix so so there's like some people like so like. So like Sam Lee was a part, but he was like he was doing like he he did a lot like he did the icy hot right next to me, but <laughs> it wasn't like he was in everything. 
Totally. But you guys were like in every kind of thing that we did, like from airsoft guns to dodgeball, which some of my favorite moments stepping out and peeking just so I don't take an airsoft (laughs) hella in the eye. But, and that's what made me get like an airsoft gun was watch you guys pop off airsofts. And I was like, I gotta go get me a gun. I gotta go get me a gun. But yeah, so. So I kind of lost my train of thought on that last question. The Wu Tang, you- yeah, yeah, the Wu Tang, yeah. Um, I haven't Wu Tang, Rizzo in a long time, but if the spirit strikes me and you know I got the get the right song, I'll probably Wu Tang at the next reunion for sure. <laughs> nice for sure. Nice. All right, these uh, next set of questions here come from Buddha. Okay. Um, and you've kind of touched on a lot of this already. Uh, his first question, but if you want to go any more into it, you yeah. Can. Uh, he, he wants to know where you're at with God and church these days. Yeah. Awesome. Question. Yeah. I, I've, it's kind of hasn't, hasn't really slow, slowed down with me when it comes to the ministry and, and, and the church as a, as a body, I, you know, I, and, I, and I've been hearing everyone's kind of like, like their own story with the church and, and it's, literally the same thing that I had to see and go through but my like my experiences it was just different because of where my churches were and my leaders were and the kind of people that were I was under like when I was listening to Bowen like that I've heard that so so often where get behind crappy leadership and you know they don't steal your right and or being hurt by the church just playing out like getting like dropped by the church like you were like even a part of it kind of thing. So I, I know the, the kind of, the kind of spectrum everyone kind of deals with. And, and for me, you know, I was definitely, definitely blessed to, to kind of only go up from where I was. So starting with just running sound and, and working with the kids to like, now I'm able to, I'm an intricate part of my church without even quote unquote, you know, being on staff, but, being just as part as the church I'm at right now where they are paying for me to, to get credentialed um, is it's definitely been a blessing. And with those blessings, I definitely want to kind of use that, you know, and, and to, to bless people where I've been blessed. And so, so yeah, with the, with the church, it's, I know, I know, the church has, they've come a long way and they still have a lot of stuff to, to, to kind of figure out as we all know. Um, and it, and it's tough because again, seeing still some like the old guard of, especially of the AG. Um, I will, I will always say I'm an AG kid and the AG is definitely taking care of me. I mean, God's taking care of me, but the place me in the AG has, has taken me definitely, you know, to the next level and not everybody not everyone's uh journey has been like mine so i can definitely i definitely have friends and family that have been on the kind of opposite side of you know how the church is run sometimes but as a whole you know we have to figure out and, and it kind of and, and again when it comes to churches it's definitely pick the right one you gotta you gotta you gotta pick the right one and and some, some churches are not for other people. And like, so my church could definitely not be for whoever it is right for me. And at, at one point, sometimes it was just, 
at least, you know, at, at some points it's a lot tougher than others, but spiritually wise, I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been really blessed and, you know, God has definitely brought me through a lot of, a lot of tough times, a lot of times where I question myself and a lot of times where I've self-destructed, like a lot of times it's, it's, it's self-destruction that leads us into the situations where we're at church or no church or relationship or no relationship. A lot of times we self-destruct. So, and, and God has definitely brought me out of a lot of those kind of situations where I was not on the right mindset. So, but God has definitely always been faithful from, from through Corona to my marriage, to definitely with this kid and with relationships that I've had. So, so spiritually, I'm I'm good. I'm still working on some stuff. I'm still always always improving. Always trying to get better. Uh, always trying to get out of my own head. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm quote unquote on staff. I have a key and everything to the church, but that really doesn't make me being on staff. It's me like doing what I need to do to to help keep this this church going and running. And got a great pastor. I've been under great leadership since I was 15. I've had the same. And I've also had longevity. So I've been my youth, my children's pastor that I was 15 with is now my, my um, executive associate pastor that I'm under now. Um, but yeah, I spiritually, I'm good. And spiritually it, it, it's definitely been a journey, but it's definitely been all God. So I definitely am, have been blessed to, to say the least. Right. Um, <clears throat> so as, his next thing is he, he says he chooses you for the 24 down double salt challenge in person and on the podcast. Double salt. Double salt. <laughs> Have you seen the salt challenge in the chat? No, I missed it. Well, that. then you're just be thankful you're off the hook on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's crazy because I, I see, I, I get the post, but like once you get to a certain part, you just you, you lose. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah. If you're, I mean, if, if you're away from that chat for a day, you like, <laughs> you lost a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll we'll we'll explain the the salt challenge to you another time. Okay. Um, Don't all right. So, that sounds crazy. <laughs> his uh his next question is uh he wants to know the coolest guy, and then he also wants to know the weirdest guy on Twenty Four Down. Oh, all right. I, again, I start with the veggies. There was this one weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was weird. Um, but he wasn't there long. He moved out. He he moved within maybe a couple months. And he was he, man. You guys are probably not gonna remember, but I can remember vividly in my head. He was he was a short kid with glasses, and I think he was in like the second semester. He moved. I don't know if he was Dan Hand's roommate or Neil's roommate. No, no, Dan was Dan with Neil. I remember it's it's just one kid. He was just he was just he was just a little off. He was he was a little off and. And there is, there's a couple. Uh, okay, couple can I off two four two? I can't. That were just, you know. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask? So I don't remember the kid's name, but I think this is who. I think maybe it's probably the same person. There's a, kid, there's a kid that like. Oh man, I feel bad now. Like thinking back and like <laughs> how much we like ripped on him, but he was really really big into. The Naked Brothers Band. Oh and yeah, was that who yes, it was? Yeah, that's exactly. And, who, yeah, and he, he would was, sit there and he'd be like, "Guys, like they're actually like 
really technical really if you if you listen to them like they're and like we I remember looking at him like <laughs> I, I don't want to say the word I was thinking but it's like <laughs> it's like what and again I I've always been one to kind of like you know all right you like what you like but at that time yeah it was almost like you were you, and it's funny you know and I get into this out there it was almost like he was like in love with the Jonas Brothers like that was the kind of vibe that he kind of right pulled off. And and it's funny now because my my wife is a big Jonas Brothers fan, but they're di- like they're different now. Like we went to one of their concerts. This freaking concert was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I, it was it was at the Hershey Center. But I remember like all right, these guys are actually pretty good musicians. But but yeah, I can't. Yeah, what what I don't, his name was? I don't I, remember. I don't remember his name. All I remember is the one. Naked Brothers band song he played all the time was called I Indeed. And we would always like <laughs> like as a joke, like sometimes we would like play it and like play it really loud and like Yeah, I, I remember that. I, I guarantee you Rizzo remembers all this too, because like we've brought it up multiple times over the past few months. The the yeah. I indeed kid. I don't remember his name either. That's funny though. Well, it's funny because we had a slew of, not a slew, we had quite a few of those guys that were on 24, but rather, he also went up, he had like a friend in, in 24 Up that I remember he would go up there and spend most of his time up there. Yep. I remember that. That's what, yeah, he was, he was just a little off. <laughs> and I don't uh, want to, and I want to like bash on homeschoolers because I know which, I, which I'll find which I will talk about where I found out that most of you guys were homeschool kids like I didn't know that a lot of a lot of the two four guys are home like I didn't know is if correct me if I'm wrong but the twins were they they're homeschool kids right I think I, I remember listening to I know I, so I was homeschooled from second grade until eighth grade I don't remember yeah. if the twins were homeschooled or not I, I remember quite a few I forget who you were talking I forget who was on but quite a few of you guys were homeschool kids and I always had this stigma about homeschool kids like they were super sheltered so it's funny like that kid reminds me of a full-blown homeschool kid that I grew those are the homeschool kids that I grew up around but you guys were definitely public school kids in my head <laughs> you guys are definitely public school kids but um so yeah, who was that, that was who was who was the coolest guy in 24 down in coolest man it's it's it would for me for me it'd be like cool one a one b one like there wasn't really this because i found i found coolness in everybody and i i kind of get into that after after i answer that answer this question but like cool All right, I'll say this. The smoothest guy, this, let's say, I won't say cool, but this makes it a little bit easier. The smoothest guy was Kajawa. Not, <laughs> actually, actually, Brandon and, Brandon was probably the, like, I, Brandon was probably the smoothest guy that I, I met there. And Brad, me and Brad, again, because we were the younger guy, we had, we had this kind of like, kind of, kind of different bond. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't like so much different than everyone else's bond. But I think just because we're around the same age and you know, yeah, we're just around the same age and we 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 clicked really well. But that's not to say that I didn't click with even Neil. Like 
even I don't want to say even Neil, but Neil was definitely he was like a senior when I when I got there. And he didn't spend much time with us, but when he did spend time with us, it was like, oh Neil, here's Neil. <laughs> but yeah, I got a story about Neil. I we, it's not really a story, but I remember <clears throat> first time I really met Neil. No, the first time I met Neil, he was like he wasn't clean shaven, but he was like super cleaned up. Like I don't know if it was like one of the one of the first kind of like lunches or dinners or whatever we were doing together. And then I remember the rest of the time, there was only a handful, but the rest of the time I spent with Neil was in his hoagie soaked subway, soaked dark, dingy cave. And I remember, and and that was oddly enough super normal. Like <laughs> It was super normal to know that I just, oh, there's Neil. He'll have his door open once in a while and he'll interact with everybody. And then when he became Neil Monster, at least to me, he was always Neil Monster, you guys. But it's, man, that's, it's so weird. But I spent just watching him play Warcraft for days. Like, yeah. not, not hours, days. <laughs> days. Yeah. I, I never, I, yeah. This there's a lot. There's a lot of things that, you know, were definitely new to me, coming coming into four. <laughs> um. All right. So Buddha's last question is, uh, what's your favorite Buddha moment? <laughs> there's a lot to pick from. <laughs> I have one specifically that comes straight to mind. All right. <laughs> when. When we're going through that phase of, of stealing each other's clothes out of the shower. <laughs> and I remember from wherever my, uh, my room was right by the door and the showers was at the top. And I could just remember coming out or doing never and seeing him peek his head and literally butt naked running through, holding like holding his 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 whole togetherness down there. I just remember him sc- and then screaming, his scream. <laughs> And him being butt naked, I mean, this is going to sound, I don't want this to sound super gay, but seeing his butt, like, I'm about to get super, I don't want to get too, too <laughs> you're fine. It's very, it's vi- I don't want to get too, like, descriptive because that means I looked at it entirely <laughs> too much. Well, I, yeah, I seen Buddha n- naked. I mean, we all, bored. Let's call it for what it is. We all saw Buddha enough times, like to like, describe like, it. And I can remember his. I can remember his butt. It sounds really, <laughs> it sounds really, it sounds really gay. It just, I, I, his, his butt is in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that as a, as a, as a man. <laughs> That's awesome. But, That's a good. Yeah, that was that was definitely that was definitely will always stick in my head. All right, so next set of questions here comes from uh, Matthias. And, and the first thing is a request. Um, uh, he wants you to say sandwiches, but in, in your way. Oh, sandwiches? <laughs> Make a turkey and cheese sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so this, this next question, this one, uh, this is a very rough question for myself. And I thought about not even asking this question because it's a, a very low point in my life but uh being that that this podcast is all about honesty and transparency yeah yeah. i'm sure a lot of people want to 
hear uh, you know what you have to say about it. So his question is: um, Recall the moment that you heard Hat say the N word. You know, it's funny. I personally, I vaguely remember it, and and it was. I mean, remembering it, I gotta, I kind of gotta remember what we were actually doing. All right, so know. I'll give, I'll give you the the, the story here. Okay. Um, long story short, and I guess this is for people too that that are wondering, like, in context, what what we're talking about. Um, long story short, myself and um, some other people went out to Philadelphia to hang uh-huh. out. Um, okay. And me and <clears throat> two of the people that were, there was five of us and three of us, three of the five of us were drinking. Okay, I think I remember. Oh, was this, yeah. hold on, let, me, let me stop you. Was this when you, when you came back and I remember Rizzo talking about like when you threw up and it was like, it was just like it was like a waterfall. Yeah. So, so, okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember coming to the guys' room, and I remember. I don't remember you saying it. So what happened was like so, we get back to campus, and like you know, I I had way too much to drink, and so I'm in my bunk, and I don't remember exactly what, but I I remember I was mad at Andrew at the time, mm-hmm. and just it. it it wasn't meant as anything. It's not a word that's in my vocabulary at all, but I don't know why. And it just came out. And I, I said, Andrew Kenler is, you know, and I said it. And then without even thinking or knowing or anything like that. And then the next thing I remember is Tom was like, Hey, like, you know, you just said that in front of Simmons. And I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, like you did. And like, I didn't believe it, but the fact that Tom told me I did, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to me. And so I remember I was like, I felt instantly, I felt so bad. And I was like, you have to go get John. You have to go get him. Cause I, need you know what? Now that you're talking about it, I do remember it now. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know, to be, to be honest, you know, I'm going to say I was shocked because, you know, especially at that time I grew, I was growing up in, in uh, inner city stuff, which is, which is cool. But, I, I, if I did take offense to it, it lasted maybe, I think, I think I was super, I remember, I think I remember now, I remember you coming in, even though you were still a little tipsy, I remember you coming in, I was a top eye, you apologized, I was like, I was like, it's cool, brother, I, I, at that point, I, I, I do remember, and it was, it was something that you never gave up that kind of vibe, and you never really, and the fact that you were one of the first people that actually come and talk to me, and, and so, I, it was no, it was kind of no big, it was no biggie, it was no biggie, and, but I, it's funny, I, I'm starting to remember, and I don't know what I did after that, I don't know if I just walked out or, but I remember you, I can't remember how I felt it, but I, I mean, it would be the kind of the same thing, where, you know, it's a, it's, it's a word that does hurt, but at that time, you know, I, well, I'll say this, was, like, it was, it was yeah, I don't want to downplay. I don't want. I guess for like someone definitely like now, like I'm a grown man now, and it's like I don't want to downplay it to like have there's some people that are offended by it. Like, like I feel some type of way, but I won't be like super. Like again, you weren't calling me, and you weren't like yelling at like so. It, it was nothing really. 
is what I can remember. I, I wasn't too beaten up about it. I wasn't too broken up about it. Yeah, and I like so just we we won't stay on this too long, but um, like from from my recollection, and again, I wasn't in the best state of mind, but um, from my recollection, you know, I, everything happened, and and Tom told me what was said. And, and I did, I remember like I left my room. So when we were out drinking and we were coming back, they had mm-hmm. to like, they had to like sneak me back. Yeah, I remember, I remember because of how, because of how bad I was. And, yeah. and I remember like, I have to stay in here. I have to like hide in here because of how bad it was. I remember. It now, and yeah. I remember like, I was so concerned because like I had so much respect for you and I loved you so much. I was so concerned with like, trying to make things right that i was like i don't need like i don't care that i'm trying to hide and i remember leaving my room to come to your room and and my mindset was i don't care at this point if i get caught and somebody realizes i'm drunk like it's more important to me that i need to go like apologize but what stood out to me the most was like how um and again you're not like you weren't downplaying it like you know like you're saying you it's not like you're downplaying it but like how um, you you gave me so much grace, and you like were very, like, hey, like it's okay, like I get mm-hmm. it, you know, because it, like I said, it's not something that is in my like vocabulary, and mm-hmm. for, I don't know, I don't know where it came from, why it happened. Um, it doesn't excuse it; it, it was still wrong. Like, don't get me wrong, and I like to this day, I like I still apologize. But seeing your genuine, true reaction of like, hey, man, like it's okay. Like yeah. that, like that meant a lot to me too, you know. So. No, I. It's funny, like when it's funny that we when we talk about it, it was like. And at first, not even like remember, and I, I kind of peeked at what Matthias sent on there. I was like, it's like, do I remember? And then as we started getting into it, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember it. Yeah. And it's funny how you can just like place it as we kind of like talk to it, talk about it. And I do remember. I remember you. I do remember you coming. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I was like, so what's up with hat? I remember. <laughs> and I remember you hiding under your covers. And then, and then, yeah, at that point, and then you said it. But I and I remember you and you and Andrew had like kind of like the classic fights too as well. You guys definitely fought like brothers. That's for sure. For sure, yeah. And, and so I just remember being one of those. And I do remember you. And I was like, I was like. Yeah, I, I felt some kind of, I mean, I, at this point, I couldn't place how I really felt, but I just knew that it was, it was all good at the end of the day. Okay. Um, all right, we'll, we'll try and, uh, we'll try and get here on a, a little bit of a lighter subject here as we can. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> so, um, Matisse's next question, um, he said, did, did you go, did you grow up around crazy white boys or did 24 Down introduce you to crazy white boyness? So, so yeah, let me. So that's where I was going to kind of get into um, where let's just say not really. I had some, some, some friends in high school. They were definitely like the party guys and everything, but they weren't crazy. Like they were still, we're all, again, we're all city guys, but yeah, you, I would say you guys kind of introduced me to it because again, I grew up, I grew up in, in, I want to say inner city. That's not, I'm, guns weren't flying around my head going to school and everything, <laughs> bullets and whatnot. But I do remember 
in my in my growing in my high school, I always had like a mix of like multicultural and like background friends. So, and I want to tell I want to tell you and definitely and and Andrew when I first got there. Actually, it was you, Yugi, and Francis, and just it just you guys when I found out that you guys listen to Emory when I when it wasn't cool for me to listen to Emory and I found that you all listen to Emory that was probably one of the bigger that will, I would say besides Icy Hot actually even even not Icy Hot that when I found out that you guys listened to them when I was kind of just kind of getting introduced to that and then that kind of just took off and so that was def- that was definitely a big thing knowing that uh you guys like the same and then it was it was you guys made it easy for me to like you know I didn't have to try to like like you guys because you guys are just genuine and you guys are already you guys already were 2-4 before I got there and you guys are just super open so yeah y'all were crazy um um and no I didn't really hang out with a lot of I always had a lot of white friends I hate, I hate when people say, I hate, I hate that phrase. Well, I got a lot of white friends or I got a lot of black friends. So I can, whatever, but you guys were definitely um, the most consistent. I mean, and I spent way more time than with you guys. And it's funny, even with, so a lot of those guys were on my football team and I spent four years straight with them. And, uh, but I'm not as close as with them as I'm with you guys, for sure. There's, there, for, and again, I was with them when I was 14, so a lot of a lot of those guys. But it's it's something when you come out of high school and and even with the four years that you, and again, day in day out, I was literally with those guys. And but the it kind of just kind of just speaks to how our our relationship were where with you guys and I, and I just when I say you guys I mean it's just the white one answering the question you guys are definitely the the closest for sure for sure so but the answer T is the answer your, the question no nah, I, I never was really around a lot of crazy white boys before, <laughs> before I got to Valley Forge <laughs> alright um, the next set of questions here comes from Francis and he, he, his first one is, tell me a little bit about how hugs came about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, I forget the girl's name, man. I, was it? Um, I know she hung Kim? out with Was it Kim? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Kim. <laughs> and she was, she was cool. But I, at that time, I was... I didn't know what she liked about me. Like I didn't, I didn't have a girl. Like in, in high school, I had to really like. It wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't like a buffet for me. So <laughs> I wasn't used to like having girls like, like like me like me. And when she um when she sticky taped my she sticky taped my room, I was like I don't I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, this is a little. It's a little different, I don't... but yeah, she would always want a hug from me. The 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 big I, I remember the just the big hugs, like yeah, the the smash chest together hugs, like <laughs> not one of those side hugs or not one of those like real friend hugs. Like she, 
I wonder what she's doing now. It's 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 funny, but yeah, she. I think I think everything was cool until she sticky noted, and then when you guys call winner, that oh man, that, <laughs> yeah, we yo, didn't let you live it down. <laughs> yo, for <laughs> him and um, him, Francis, and it was definitely Murph. <laughs> Murph would Murph was riding that train to the wheels fall off. That's well, for sure. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was a a little bit of a like it, it got brought up a few times in the um the rap songs that <laughs> oh my gosh yo i listen to those rap songs <laughs> they're, so, they're so bad i remember i remember you guys recording them and hearing them in person and then <laughs> and then 15 how many years later hearing them like i heard like i was listening to them whenever you guys posted on the chat i was like i said like, oh man oh man i was like, <laughs> I was like wolfie and like i was like i was like oh my gosh they're, they're pretty bad but like <laughs> it's it's funny though i'll i'm i'm still i'm still pretty like inappropriate in many ways and so yeah, that was like it was bad, but I still laugh. Like, oh, like, you can't that. help but laugh at some. It, it's so, it's so. <laughs> I think outrageous. I think, yes, and I think <laughs> knowing the people, like, if you're yeah. a bystander that doesn't know anybody, you're just gonna be like, well, this what? is just terrible. This, this but is like awful. knowing knowing <laughs> the people in it and knowing the personalities, and then hearing that, you're like, this is insane. Like, <laughs> like the intro and the outro was like. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! But those you, songs, those, it's 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 funny. I could I could literally be here all night, kind of room, and I'm actually talking to you right now as if we're not doing this podcast. Like uh, it's funny. Like I, I'm forgetting that people are going to hear this, and I just started. I could go for like another two three hours. Again, just thinking about some of the stuff, uh, some of the stuff we did. And again, it was one year it was literally one year in my life and memories that would last a lifetime well the so the two things i want to say one one is what you just kind of you just brought up like how you as we're going through this you're like at times forgetting that we're even recording a podcast yeah and I, I want to bring that up because there are people that have not been on this podcast yet that i think have a little bit of a a, a fear or being nervous or whatever like that mm-hmm. i'm telling you like and John, John can sit here and, and agree. Like when, once you just sit down, like you realize you're just sitting down with friends and you're just talking like yeah. you, oh, yeah. there's so many times like <clears throat> here, I'm like, you know, the quote unquote host of the podcast. And I do the same thing. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I, this is recording right now. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's just for, like all those conversations we used to always have sitting out in the hallways or sitting in each other's rooms. Like, yeah, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. And this is that, like, this is yeah. like any, you know, so for those of you listening that are still like a little, just know it's very comfortable and you, it's just, it's just friends hanging out. Um, the other for thing, sure. the other thing I was going to bring up talking about rap really quick and not to like shamelessly promote anything, but did you, did you see in the chats that, um, Jigsaw's coming out with an album. Yes, I did. Okay, I did see that. I was was like, "Oh my gosh, what is this about?" Like, and I and it's so funny that that was like that movie series was your movie series. Like you, you couldn't. No one 
that even walked into your dorm room would say, I don't know if this guy really likes salt. Like we <laughs> knew that that was your, the whole seat. I, I remember, <laughs> did you dress up like a one time? And I mean, I had the mask. I always had the mask. But I feel like you got a scooter, like you got like a little tricycle too as well. That I feel like, yeah, the mask is still <laughs> still, still readily available. <laughs> I don't know. I I made. I don't. I mean, I had little mini jigsaw. And yeah, then, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And he would pop up randomly. <laughs> um. All right. So Francis's last question is: He wants to know what your favorite meal to cook is. Favorite meal to cook. Um, shoot, I do, I do stir fry really good. Um, I'm working, I do, I do just different kinds of like chicken breasts and stuff like that. I do that pretty good. I do lamb fairly good. Um, but like chicken and shrimp, I get the, I get the, to, uh, that and beef. So all those, the three, the three heavy hitters, I, I, I can, um, Uh, experiment uh, a lot more with those three, but yeah. So I guess it would be chicken. Anything I can mix it, throw it. I've I've done a lot right now, and I've had to learn. It's funny that that he brings it, like that questions up because let me tell you something. From age, I guess whenever I figure out what a stove was, I never cooked. Let me tell you, something. I never cooked for. 27 years until I got married where I either had to cook or we would die. And, but I, I, I started practicing at work cause I was, I was around like the sous chefs too as well. So I would do not just work with like the old folks, but I do food prep as well. And that's where I kind of started to learn my bones when checking temperatures and checking uh, the color and, and checking the smells of like stuff and checking how firm. So I cut my teeth working um at that place as well it was like a country club so i got i, I was doing i was running the uh the uh, dining room so i i interacted a lot with the chefs and and so i got to really like like cut my teeth on cooking so now i i cook all i, I cook a lot more just because i like to try out new things and new seasonings and stuff like that and and i'm a quote-unquote foodie um i actually was when i was in philly when a friend he he's he's a chef and um we were trying out this uh Phillips, this uh filipino uh uh food truck so that's what we do we do we do food trucks where in philly there's um there's a thing called a night market where it's just food trucks galore and you kind of just try different uh cuisines and stuff like that and and so that's why that's what our thing is where we go and try like a ton of new different kind of foods and tastes and, and then we kind of pick the part He's a lot better at it. He he travels for his for his gig. I just stuff my face. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So next next question here is from Tim. Mm. Um, he says, "From what you remember, who was the true last man standing in the icy hot nutsack challenge?" Andrew, straight yeah. up, Andrew. I yo this guy. As we're all like freaking and shaking and shivering and whatnot because our balls are on fire, it's just like. He popped a piece of gum and was like chewing. I was like, it's all right. Only real man can eat. I remember it. I remember the videos. It's all right. It, it burns, but uh, like real, like chewing a piece of gum, like real men can handle the nuts being on fire. And I'm like screaming, 
try to like and then like even to like hose them down like i remember being installed trying to hose them down like this is not working it, i've never never have i ever felt that kind of burn before so it must be the skin on the balls where it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't go away right but yeah andrew he was he was chewing a piece of gum during it i was like what is this guy doing <laughs> Um, so what I like, what sticks out to me, a few things that, from that video that, that stick out is oh, like, I, like do you, do you have that video? Okay. So I will say this, Tim has the video. Okay. Um, and we are, it's coming out soon. I'm going to oh, say that. Right, I'm cool. going to say that it's coming out soon. So we're trying to figure out the details. Uh, we're talking about doing a, like a commentary video on oh, that it, would be funny and then releasing that and the original at the same that time. would be hilarious so, um so it is coming soon but um so some things that stick out with me to that video um in relation to you is like so you had and i don't i don't know like where it came from but you had one of those like helmets like the like oh, the beer the beer straw helmet. <laughs> yeah yeah um, I, so that was funny. Then I remember like, for like me personally, like going through that, like when it started to get to a certain point, I remember like, I was like, I feel like I just, I feel like I have to pee. <laughs> and I looked at you and I was, and you kind of like, we, we, I don't know, we like talked about it or whatever. And you like felt like the same way. And so the two of us, I think we were the only two that we felt that way of like, I have to pee, but I can't. And there's yeah. part of the video where like, you're in one stall, I'm in the next, and we're just like, I can't pee. Like. I, I, I remember, I remember the initial. Okay, I remember putting it on. Right, I was like, All right, here we go, here we go, slap it on. Right, it's like it's like um, have you ever seen that uh the the Family Guy episode where they take the epitaph epicat? Uh. Uh-uh. Like oh well they they take it makes you throw up and and they're like they 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 chug it they pop a bottle I'm like okay all right I'm cool I'm cool. Like literally thirty, like they're like they're cool for like thirty seconds, and then it hits immediately, and they all start throwing up. That's literally how that was. And I think Andrew, I was talking to Andrew. I think was I talking to Andrew? But it was like it's like someone's holding a candle right under my nutsack. Like that's exactly how. It, and then I remember being. I think I crossed with you in the stall, and I think it was me and uh, Sam Lee. Then also. Also in the showers, trying to like scrub and scrub and then not doing anything because it's already in my veins. Like so, yeah, that. Mm, man, oh man, I the burn is starting to make its way back. The, so the other thing, the, the other thing like that stood out to me in this video is like, so Mikey was the one that recorded it, right? Okay, and near, and near the end, and you're right about your answer of like Andrew being like like the one that was like yeah whatever but as mikey's going around like at the end mikey's going around and he's asking everybody like would you ever do this again would you ever do this again you know would you ever do this again and everyone's like nope 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 and i remember like it gets to me and i'm just like i don't know i've always had that like crazy mentality of like i don't mm-hmm. care and so yeah. i was like yeah i'd do it again you know <laughs> and then it gets to andrew and andrew's just like yeah, I mean it hurt, but yeah, I yeah, do it I again. Like, it was like, <laughs> like what, is this, what is this guy? Learn? And so let me ask 
before now how many times did you guys do that before was that the, like the was that the inaugural to my to my recollection so the year before that was when they pranked samsung with the icr yeah okay right i saw that i remember that video and so that the that one you're talking about that was the the first inaugural oh, one of us well, doing it as a group definitely. i think yeah. i could be okay. wrong but i think um <clears throat> we maybe i don't know that might have been this no i think that that i don't know because i know we did it at least two or three times and it became like the initiation <laughs> yeah and maybe we did it like each semester i think we did it each semester if new students came after that okay yeah yeah. because yeah. like sometimes new, sometimes a new student came in the spring you know so yeah I, I don't but I'm pretty sure that was that was it had it been that was the first time we did it as like a group as a group yeah yeah but we're actually there's a little bit of talk and I don't know how many people are serious there's a little bit of talk about maybe doing a uh icy hot 2020 zoom call <laughs> I'm running back oh man my wife would kill me she's like what are you doing yeah as we're all like yelling at the top of our lungs <laughs> in our houses <laughs> oh, um man. I I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, the peer pressure would get to me. Right. <laughs> like the big zone, but like the peer pressure, like ah, I can maybe do this one more go around. <laughs> I I don't know. I would I to man that sucker lasted a while too. Dude, I, I there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind I would absolutely do it again. Like if if. Other twenty-four down people were involved. I would one hundred percent do it again. Like, there's no doubt. I I, I hate that I'm thinking about. It. I, I probably would. Do it. I hate myself for thinking about it. Right. Because I could I could hear I could hear my wife. She's the voice of reason. I could hear my wife saying, "You're not in college anymore, John." But but everybody else is doing it though, baby. Just <laughs> to me, to me, the way like I view it is, did that hurt a lot? Absolutely. But like, look at the memories that it's like oh, yeah. created that have lasted this long. Oh, yeah. Like, totally worth it. So it's like, would I do it again? Yeah, absolutely. Because it probably creates some new memories that we'd all be just dying laughing about. And us all grown men was <laughs> holding on to. I remember holding. Who was I holding on to? I was holding on to somebody. I don't I remember. I think it might have been Boot. I was just. I was pulling on somebody because I couldn't. That <laughs> was. Hilarious. That was crazy. That um, was crazy. All right, so. Uh, we got three sets of questions left. Here. Cool. Um, next, next one's from Tim. Um, oh no, that was the Tim. I'm sorry. We only have two sets of questions. I was okay. looking at my notes wrong. Well, oh, so, let, me, let me and then shout out to Tim for selling me his uh, his his Dance Dance Revolution mat. Let me tell you something. He's the one I I I'm telling you. I thought Dance Dance Revolution was for a certain set of people, <laughs> but when when that guy said, here, you can come and play anytime you want. And I would literally go in his room and play Dance Dance Revolution. Like, and actually got good at it. And he was, and Tim was definitely the king of dance. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, For there sure. was. So like that. So when it comes to like gaming, because we didn't really, it was, it was funny. At, like, as like we're older now, gaming is more prevalent and when we was gaming was back then in college where we all really didn't Neil was the only one that was the, the consistent gamer we always played 
we always did stuff together, like, but it wasn't like video game. Like when Halo came out, that was one thing. And then after you guys beat it and stayed up super late, you guys really didn't play it. I, I wasn't, it wasn't you. I think it was, I think it was Gene Francis and maybe Bowen. I remember yeah, them, I remember sure. them being up super late for Halo. But after they beat it in that one night run, then that was kind of it. And then, then Guitar Hero was our, our game of choice. And it's funny, I was thinking the song that one of the songs I was choosing was going to be Dragon Force. I was like, ah. <laughs> but I just, I remember those nights were, again, even if we didn't have Guitar Hero, just being around, I'm telling you, and I think that's why I, it's probably why I know my grades weren't extremely great because I was just really kind of, it, it, I think about it now and the relationships, because I mean, ministry's always been there and schooling has always been there. But that one year, you know, in my in my older mind, if I was me, I would say, John, you should have been way more on top of your schooling. And I should have. But to have the memories and the, the, the times I spent with you guys, it was, it definitely, it definitely is um, something for a lifelong uh, experience. Yeah, so you, you can't, you can't put a price tag on, on the, the friendships and the relationships that were built. For sure. Family. You, you just can't like, you know, so I agree with that. Um, all right. So next set of questions here is from Murph. Nasty Murph. Um, his, Murph. King first, uh, his first one. Is, what's up? <laughs> It's a crown. I, him and him and uh, him and Alex put me on that crown and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> shoot. I, I, I'll I'll we'll get into Alex a little right. bit later because <laughs> I'll, I'll say something else about him in a minute. But Mer's first question is: uh, Is Lupe still hot? Lupe is so hot right now. <laughs> Again, and that was our our bond with me and me and Murph is is something that I wish I could have gone up to Buffalo and and spend more time with. And no, and I see his brother when they come down to Carlisle, uh, him and Brittany. Um, and I see, I see, I see uh, Brandon more than I see. But me and Murph had a, a really good bond um, that I wish I would have spent more. He kind of, but he kind of, he kind of didn't didn't do social media like that, so I couldn't really even stay up on him. But yeah, Lupe is so hot right now. Um, I remember so I remember driving to. I forget where it was when it was, but I remember. If you remember the Blevins, me and Becca were really cool. I mean, when Becca moved to Delaware, we were, we were it was like bringing a part of like the Forge home with me, and so <laughs> we, we spent a lot of time. And, and Steph was really, but I, but Becca, I actually lived with her and a couple of the roommates for like three months. And my my roof in my in my house collapsed, <laughs> so I had to move out till I got my roof fixed. But I, I spent so, and she was actually. She came to my wedding, but we were, but I remember going to Steph's birthday party, well, birthday weekend or whatever. And I remember being in the car with, but, uh, with both Kajawas. And I think who else was it? Was it Mikey? Oh, it was Joe. It was Jolie. I remember. And who else? Oh, who else was it? I can't remember, but I remember driving and us blasting Mariah Carey on the turnpike on the way to the, and that was, that was, that was hilarious. I mean, it, it seems like it, 
me just telling that story, but like it, like being there, and I can remember vividly just blasting Mariah Carey on the turnpike, stuck in traffic. It was a great memory. But like again, I got a million of those, and of I'm just for everybody. And I, hopefully, I mean, I guess at the end, I want to kind of just when it's like time to like wrap up, I'll kind of just go and kind of you know share a memory. Uh, release everybody because there's one for everybody and i and i guess with me only being there for like a full year it felt like everything was kind of like jam-packed into that one year but i spent you know countless memories of everybody yeah no good i am i'm looking forward to that for sure then um we'll get to the uh last set of questions here real quick and then and then we'll we'll get into all that um so these are from andrew kindler Okay. His first question is, what was your go-to at Wawa? Italian hoagie. All, right. all the way through. <laughs> um, and then, and I think Colleen answered this, or asked this as well. The, what were your, I don't know if she, I can't remember now if she asked your favorite. Andrew's asking what your funniest memory of 24 Down is. Funniest memory. We did a lot of laughing too. Um, funniest memory dang i might have i might have shared it previously right um it's hard to narrow stuff down like that you know it is it was man because there was a lot there was a lot of times we laughed um i do remember when we did where we had like i guess it was like the halloween thing okay and we were like every all the other dorms did like this Halloween thing, and our we didn't do anything, but I remember us constantly putting holes in the wall and constantly breaking like the like the, the glass doors, so it was always cracker shattered, and there's always a hole in the wall. And who was the maintenance guy that was Henry? Henry, yeah, <laughs> Henry is. I I remember. I'm not gonna say he was a chatterbox, but he did like to talk. And he he would corner you, and like the only way, the only way, like yo Henry, I gotta I gotta chapel or I gotta go to class. He said, "Oh okay." I remember his voice. Oh, okay, now. yeah. He would, he would go off and do his thing, but <clears throat> we were talking about what our theme was, and I remember talking. I think it was Rizzo and someone else. We were like, like all the uh, all the other dorms had like the like caution tape or stuff like that, and ours is like homeless ministry <laughs> like because of all the like the crack oh, and, all, and all the like the mushrooms and the and the so we would be like uh, <laughs> our our florist theme would be like homeless ministry like it, i mean it's not funny now but it was <laughs> but with all the crack walls and like we were like we get like a someone doing crack over to the side and shivering and shaking and it was, that concept that was that was super funny to me i i remember that um, what what what's like i think what i realize now like i i didn't realize back then but what i realize now is as bad of shape as the 24 building was it wasn't really i didn't it was bad yeah yeah but to me that's kind of the catalyst of what made us all cl- as close yeah. as we were if we were in like bonjourno, bonjourno and yeah. we had all the amenities and so, you know, things like that like Maybe we wouldn't have been as close because we, it forced us to hang out together, but it also forced us to appreciate oh, yeah. the little things and and what. So like, 
the struggle is real. Like the struggle is yeah, is what made us. Yeah. Yeah. So like looking back on it, like I'm thankful that we had mushrooms growing in our bathroom and that that (laughs) ceilings collapsed on people and that, you know, there's well, like, you know, and I wasn't there for that, but I remember them telling the story when I came back for a visit. <laughs> They're like the roof caved. On <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, crazy. You know what? You know what else? You no know one else is like. I'm thinking about it now. It's like really gross. Like, like the toilet stalls. Like how closed in they were when you try to take a poop. Like it was no joke. Like you don't sit in there and like take your time. Like, no. Nope. <laughs> I. <laughs> Hated those stalls. <laughs> Literally claustrophobic. Like my knees would hit the door when I sat down. Like, oh man, that was that was the worst. That was, and then I don't know if they put like laxatives in the food or anything, but <laughs> God, it it was. I remember all the Buddha was like Buddha, like Buddha was like I have a regular bowel movement from this food or something. And I remember it being completely being different when I came home and eating like right like home food and then eating the cat food and it just i I think maybe at least for me part of it was not necessarily like i don't think they necessarily put laxatives it was just all the food was so bad that like you would constantly go and just get pizza so like literally yeah yeah we were literally just eating pizza nonstop. (laughs) i think that was the issue (laughs) like because the rest of the choices was like so bad we're like well i guess i'll get pizza again but I'm glad you brought that up because it, it makes me think about the the picture. I don't know if Andrew or Rizzo posted it about us all at the at the table, like the last supper table. I remember we would legitimately pull chairs and tables together so we would all sit. There. And that that right there is is something that I will always remember and I will always appreciate that we we did not want. Not one member, girls or guys or people that even live on two four, but like lived in like I forget all the other dorms, but like like the Ricks came from like other dorms and um and we all sat together and we all shared those moments. Yeah, and that's that's what I'll always take, you know, is those kind of moments where we all waited for each other to come and eat. We would all quote like wait for someone to finish and like we we did everything together and that's something that will always resonate with me i i brought up um recently in in that chat i brought up um the idea that when we do this reunion hopefully next year um the likelihood of us being able to stay and like stay the night and Um, like stay on campus is probably out of the picture mm. but what might be possible and we'll i'll contact the school is while we're doing our reunion to have one of our meals where we go into the cafeteria and we just uh, take over a table again you know it doesn't I, have to be i bet if we gave them a little bit of money they probably would let us do it right they, right. Let, they let all the other guests that come in and do chapel and stuff like that right we're probably yeah I just think it would be like even if it's like an off hour or like even yeah, if school, yeah. like even if the reunions when school's not happening or whatever, but just to be able to go into that building and sit all together at the tables that we I'm all like, sat to, you know, right, <laughs> right. So like that's that's like my bucket list for the the reunion. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things I want to do for the reunion, but that's number one on the list. Is like I want to yeah. sit in the cafeteria one more time with everybody and just 
fill up a table and now probably fill up like two rows of tables because we've all got wives and kids. you know kids and everything like that and i just think it'd be we'll we'll fill up one half of the cafeteria because remember they had like that two would be halves or whatever. And, and, and to, if we got everybody to come like not one person is missing like right that's what that's what i yeah right well that uh that pretty much concludes the questions john so um i'm gonna let you take over and share uh whatever you want to share uh, when you're when you're done with that, I'm going to give some podcast plugs, um, mm-hmm. and then after that, I'll let you kind of give a send off and, and say whatever you want to the 24 Down family. So for right now, I will let you just share any stories or anything that you want to share, and uh, we'll, we'll go with that for now. Awesome. All right. So I guess uh, I'm going to try to get everybody, um, and if I do forget, that just means there's a lot of memories and. But so I guess I'll start with like Andrew. So I'll start with Andrew. Andrew, you know, the memory that I can remember is him kind of always getting everyone together. And I remember again the Sonic was one of the the uh, the big things. So it was just how he used to how he brought everyone together and, and how he was again, he might have been the one of the older guys, but he, you know. He stuck out to me as that kind of that big brother stuff, big brother guy. So Andrew, that's definitely there's a there's a ton of memories that I'm probably not even gonna do justice because it's. But everyone has. I'll, okay. I'll say I'll say this too. Like I, like I tell everybody, I labeled these episodes. So this is gonna be labeled, you know, Simmons episode twenty one, Simmons part one. There's always possibility. So like. Do okay. your thing and say your thing. If you forget anybody, that just means you're going to bring them up on, on part two, whenever <laughs> that is. So that would be cool. Um, but okay. So this is the one I, that I've, that I was thinking about the entire time. Uh, Mikey, my man, Mikey, <laughs> Mikey, I love him to death. But when he pooped on that bathroom floor, <laughs> I remember, I remember that was the first I've never, ever, in my life, seen a seen a person not only poop, but, but poop on a bathroom floor. And I remember I freaked out. I didn't freak out like, oh my goodness. I just remember laughing, but I'm like, this dude is a lunatic. Like I've never, and I remember everyone came in one by one and looked, and I remember Andrew being super mad. It's like, <laughs> You better get in there cleaning up. I remember he was like, and we were just laughing. I remember him laughing, him clean up his poop and bleaching the floor. And I, that memory will stick with me forever. And watching Mikey for the first time poop on the floor. Never, ever have I ever seen that before. And it's it's funny. The, and it sucks, though. The only time I really got to, to get to know Junior was when he came to visit because he was already going off. Um, yeah. He was already going off to wherever wherever he was at, and he just came back to visit. But Junior, you know, it's almost like another Mikey, but like a little bit more of a mature Mikey. Yes, for sure. Junior was like he was he was the mature Mikey. Now Junior had his moments too, but yeah, like yeah. for sure. Yeah, I and the thing is, I didn't really even get to like, um, I didn't get to really see kind of all, all of Junior's moments, um, but that was. Yeah, I just remember Junior being the, the little bit more mature, Mikey. <laughs> um, 
Matias, man, me and Matias, and we even I and I seen Mat- I saw Matias more after Valley Forge than uh, anybody for a while because we were doing youth ministry and we would do um, conventions. Um, I would see Matias a lot more than all the other guys. Um, but yeah, I remember spending time with Matias, and he really put me. He's the one who really put me on to like subtitle anime when we were watching Bleach. I was always in the anime, but never as I never knew like you could like watch subtitles until like I got so. But there's 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 a ton more stuff with Matias that like, even when we used to play Tekken, um, oh, he would trash me and I would get so hot. <laughs> and I and I and I thought I was pretty decent at Tekken until I started playing him. But there's one moment that's so funny uh, with me and Matias. Uh, we were sparring one time, and I, and. I want to call it, I don't even want to call it sparring. We were just kind of, kind of like throwing the gloves around one time. And again, and I really didn't know how good of a, like a fighter Matias was. Cause at the time this happened, we were, it was, it was still kind of, kind of early in our relationship, but I remember sparring with them. And I remember we had the gloves on or whatever, whatever. And he hit me with a shot in my eye. <laughs> and I was like, I tried to play it off so I was like, I was like, yo, bro, I'm gonna have to stop. He's like, you sure want to keep going? Like, I didn't I didn't make it like a big scene, but he he hit me with a shot and it and it it took me back. I was like, oh shoot, he really caught me with a like a shot in my eye that made me want to stop sparring with him. So I I never told him I never told him that story, but if you remember, we were we were just we were throwing it, we we're just we weren't even throwing like hard at it, but with the light shot that he hit me with. <laughs> And my eye, I tried to keep my eye from like, like, like watering up. But I was like, "Oh, yo, bro, we gotta chill." <laughs> I, was like, cause I was, I was, I was super trying to like keep it together. But I remember that that woke me up, and I was like, oh, "Okay." But so that was that was that was a funny memory. Um, um, I would say Francis and and Yugi. You know, we we again we had a I had a bond with Francis and Yugi too. Um, not to say I didn't have a great bond with, but. I spend more time with Francis and Yugi um, off off of Valley, I mean off campus as well, <clears throat> and Audra. So I spend a lot of time with them, um, and then able to DJ for 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 Francis' wedding was was awesome, and um, and kind of just spending time with them. Yeah, I, and then me DJing for them when they were at the Converse, which. You know, I, 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 I had a great, there's a lot of memories. Yeah. So the biggest memory was us on that break and climbing down that whole, if they remember, they probably do. It was, it was, it was them, Monkey and Aldra. And I, I think there was somebody else, but I remember like, what the heck am I doing climbing in this like bridge sewer? Like it was, bro, it was, it was one of those like, it was like a scary movie, to be completely honest. I, I can't I can't really even picture it any other way. It's just a long drop. And I remember we got down to the bottom and I remember like maybe taking two or three steps away from the ladder and like, all right, let's let's go and head on back <laughs> up to this mother, because I I'm getting a little a little a little creeped out. Um but yeah, I those I, I have a ton of memories with, with, with the Yugi and Francis and you know. I spent really a good amount of time with them off uh, campus in Valley Forge. Um, so I do, and I remember again me and Tim. So Tim playing dance dance, and he turned me on to like 
like K-pop and J-pop. Like I, <laughs> like I was like this, but Tim was really he was really big in the EDM and I forget what what he gave me. What is it called? Dang it, it's on my old iPod. But he turned me on to this real like underground like uh, techno house kind of music that it was. It wasn't something I wasn't even into. I was more like the Daft Punk and stuff like that and house music, but he turned me into this real kind of like underground techno. And it was really, so shout out to Tim for that. Kind of, kind of put me on to some uh, old school uh, techno music. Um, so, and so, and with that, and I knew that uh, um, Josh Lee was his roommate for a while, um, but Josh Lee, this is no, no. So this is because Jocelyn was more of the um, like uh, the uh, not, I don't say teacher, but I remember as a freshman, he um, I remember one time everyone's acting crazy, and this was like the first time um, <clears throat> I kind of like kind of let let loose a little bit, and we're we're there were like a, like a day ago we were talking about the Carlos thing where like I don't know if it was you or Andrew would get on the wall and bang on Carlos's like wall like Carlos and bang and and kind of wake him up and I I didn't get to know Carlos because he was way gone before I was but I remember a guy in my head that I would do with the Andrew and I remember doing it and I remember Joshley coming out and grabbing me by the back of my neck saying boy what you doing and kind of gave me a little talk but then afterwards he pulled me off the side he was like yo that's not you yeah, that's that's not you. And like even even with us always having fun, he he kind of stopped and like had that kind of pastoral kind of mindset even back then as well. And he was like, "That's not you." And this is when I was got to know everyone, and it's been almost like the I think we came back for the semester, so everyone knew who I was. Now it wasn't just some freshman, and he was like, "That's not who you are. Don't do that. That's let all these other." kind of crazy people do that's you you're, you're something different that always stuck with me I, I remember that for sure so shout out to to josh lee for for that um <clears throat> uh samsung i remember i remember going to his birthday party that was i mean again i had, I had a ton of other but I remember going to his birthday party and how we all went out together again this goes back to us being uh like a unit and how all of us showed up for Samsung and buying gifts for like, I, at that point, I never really bought a gift for like a friend. Like you just show up to the party or whatever. You don't get them nothing, not even a card. You just, my presence is your present kind of thing. <laughs> but I remember going and I think, I think we went to wherever Andrew was working and we all just took up a section and we just showered this guy with love and gifts. And I never really was, a, I, at that point I was not old enough to be, a part of like a friendship group that kind of did that. And I remember Bowen buying him, and this is when terabytes were like super expensive. Like you can buy a terabyte for like 50 bucks. And I think he spent like a hundred some odd bucks for a terabyte for, for Sam, cause he knew for Sammy, cause he knew how much he needed the space. And that, that kind of just blew me away. I remember that, that stuck with me. Uh, shoot, shoot, sorry, so I did uh Stanley Stanley again me and Stanley were together I remember <laughs> I remember going to Queens with Stanley in the church Antioch 
with Pastor Jacob, which I, I need to reconnect with Pastor Jacob because I really I really enjoyed his his kind of teaching and preaching uh, style. Um, but I remember going to that bathhouse with him, and it wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't just him, but it was like everybody. That was the first time I ever been to a bathhouse and being butt naked with everybody. Like that was I had never done that before. And I tell people about it. It was a great, I don't want to tell them it's a great experience because they're like, oh, you great experience, you know, these naked dudes walking. But it was, I'd never, that was something that I never in my wildest dreams at that time thought I would do. I go off to college and, you know, but that was an experience that I will always remember. But, and then me and me and me and uh, Sam had classes together and everything. And again, he turned me on to Korean food as well. Um, So, but yeah, me and I, me and again, me and Sam were around that same age. We we're still freshmen, so I that was one of the memories that I remember uh, of Sam. Uh, shoot, shoot. Me and Buddha. I remember. So Buddha. I remember. Just again, this is quick. I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna because I got so many names that I'm flushing <laughs> in my head. But Buddha. I remember always talking about going to New York City and and getting cheese balls and coffee. They always say cheese balls and coffee, and <laughs> and I was supposed to come up and and we we're supposed to do new york city together and, and go to yonkers and see his church and stuff like that and also what i was wanted to bring up like how everyone had like relationships i remember buddha bringing joy around and and and, and uh i remember rizzo dating jen and then i remember andrew dating a handful of girls <laughs> <laughs> um and i remember you dating stuff like so like Again, I never was around guys that always like that had girlfriends too as well. So it was always cool. And then being, a, but the fact that they were being a part of two four two as well was was awesome. That we didn't just have a two four guys, we had a two four girls, which that 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 in itself would deserve like a part two. Um, and now that I'm thinking about all the all the the memories, I don't want to I I don't want to take up I don't want to I don't want to go too long and kind of pick apart but those but i i'll say that there were way too many memories to count there were way too many great times there's um there wasn't a lot of low times i can't really remember any really low times even when they seemed bad i mean we kicked off that year when when i first was the when i first got there that was you guys coming off your suspension i remember i remember that was the talk for a good month uh but like, like so, like Rizzo, man. Me and Rizzo connected to as well. I mean, Wu Tang forever, baby. That's. <laughs> but then having Rizzo being the musician that he is as well, kind of allows us to click and and kind of just be on a kind of same wavelength. So I could talk about the wavelengths and the 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 way I bonded with everyone. Um, it's it's very special. It's very special. Uh, and the kind of, I don't want to kind of go into any more memories because I'll forget and have to take up a whole nother three, four episodes of you. But I, I will say that everyone from the girls, the guys, you know, have, I have a special memory of, and that's, and that means a lot. Uh, that wouldn't change that for the world. I oh. do. Oh, go ahead, brother. No, you're, you're good. Keep going. I did not, not I'm talking about what coming to the girls. I remember the Powerpuff. I remember two specific things when, 
when uh, Jess Rittenhouse, she's not Rittenhouse anymore. I remember she ran the entire length of the field in the opposite direction. And I remember us yelling at her and she could not hear till she crossed the finish, till she crossed it and made the touchdown. Then she realized that she was going the opposite way. And that was the, one of the funniest things. And I also remember how fast Monkey was. Like, Monkey had some wheels. I don't know if she was that fast. Now, Monkey, you got to yeah, let us know if you're still pretty, pretty, pretty quick on your feet. But, like, Audra and, and Jess and, and Steph and Beck, um, all the girls, Colleen. You know, again, Colleen, I don't know if she was, like, maybe 20, 21, but she felt like I always thought she was, like, super older than everybody. Cause she was kind of like the mom. Um, and then Amber, you know, all, all those, all those girls that hung out with you guys, just, it was just, I never had that before, you know? And so it was, there's, there's, there's countless memories with everyone on the girl side and the, in the, and the guy side. I'm thinking of like it's flooding back to me. I was like a ton more, but uh, I remember. So was it, was it, was it just, Justin, oh man, playing football. Justin Banks. I think it was Banks. It wasn't Cottle. It was it was Banks. Banks I, okay, yeah. it was Banks. Oh, then we gotta talk about the Pete. All right, I'll end on the Pete thing. But we'll talk about that. I remember the memory. One of my biggest memories because me and Justin, um, being football guys, and we watched we were like watching the game. But I remember playing the upperclassmen versus the freshmen. And I remember going after Justin with no mouthpiece, right? And tackling him and I hit his shoulder. I remember bouncing off and falling to the ground. And I remember that he locked my jaw up for two two days. And I remember talking to him about it afterwards. He was like, it's like, do you know? And I remember in class, I was trying to fix it. I remember it, it snapping back in. I was like, oh shoot, I locked my jaw up. And I remember him, me and him talking about it. And he was like, yeah, my shoulder hurt really bad, like, for, like, three days. I was like, yeah, because you nearly broke my jaw. And I wasn't even, like, wearing my mouthpiece. And I remember, that was, that was, uh, that was, a, that was, that was, that was a good time. Him and Seabug. Yeah, us yeah. playing football. Yeah. Nate, like, uh, there's so many memories um, that we packed in for that one year. And you guys went further. And, but, yeah, man, those memories. I, I I might have to do a part two because in just off memories, but there's so many, excuse me, so many times and so many events that we were just together that I will never, will never take back. And, you know, I want to build more. I really do. Awesome, man. Well, we will, we will definitely do a, a part two and, and, part three, four, five, six, whatever it takes. Like I, I want this podcast to, to go as long as it, it is serving the purpose. Yeah. And so um, you, as well as everybody else is always welcome on this podcast at, at any point. Um, I think this overall, this has been a really, really good episode. You, you shared a lot of memories. Like you said, you were only there for a year and, and you got all these memories and you've only started to scratch the surface on the memories. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people will look forward to hearing the rest of the memories that you have to share as well. Um, so let me, let me do this really quick. I'm going to give some quick podcast plugs. And then uh, when I'm done with that, um, I will 
say my little uh, closing words to you, and then I will let you uh, close it out and, and say say goodbye for this episode to the 24 Down, down family and in, in, in your way. So um, first of all, if you are on Twitter and you would like to follow us on Twitter, this is where you can find when a podcast episode gets posted. Uh, you could our Twitter handle is at 24 down podcast. Uh, if you want to email us for whatever reason, 24 down podcast at gmail.com. Um, we have Facebook pages. Technically we have two. We've got the Facebook, uh, the 24 down podcast page, which is public. Anybody can like it and subscribe to it. Maybe. I don't know. Then there's a separate group page, which is private. And again, it's private because we don't want just random people showing up in there that we don't know. Um, but if you have any affiliation with 24 down at all, you are welcome. So reach out to the people that you do know on 24 down. We'll get you in that page. Uh, pretty much the Facebook pages are again, more information on podcast episodes being uh, uh, ready to, to listen to. Uh, it's where you're going to find information for future zoom calls. It's where you're going to find information for the reunion that we're going to hopefully do here in a year or two. Um, and then you also find posts to ask questions for the guests. So if you keep hearing like all these questions, you're like, well, where's my chance to ask the guests the question, get involved in, in the Facebook and you can do that. Uh, lastly uh, is the, the store frontier page is where you can get your 24 down shirts. Now I've been kind of uh, going a little crazy here and, and making a bunch of different designs uh, and I'm going to continue making designs, but now, I mean, we've got the 24 down podcast logo, the 24 down logo. There's the new 24 down icy hot logo. There's I one of those. Yeah. I mean, there's a studio shirt for Samsung. Like there's the, <laughs> the dodgeball champs. There's the Patriot bull champs, the powder puff champs. Like there's all these different shirts and designs and I'm going to keep making them. The reason I'm doing this, uh, and I said this earlier in the chat, is I want everybody that was a part of 24 down to feel like there's a sh at least one shirt where you're like, man, that, I, that design, I really love. I want to get that shirt because then every time you wear that shirt, it's a constant reminder of the family. So, mm. um, so check out, check out the store frontier page. There's going to be more shirts being made. I already thought of two ideas, ideas off the top of my head during this podcast alone. Like, Simmons, you made me think of two different ideas. So those may be coming soon as well. But um, yeah, so that, that's pretty much the plugs. Um, Simmons, man, it's crazy to me that you were only there for a year. No, I, said, really. I said this a little bit earlier because it, it, even though you were only enrolled for a year, uh, like you said, you came and visited, like you were 24 down from that year on. Mm. It didn't matter that you were not a student at Valley Forge. You were a part of the family. Um, to this day, you're still a part of the family. Like I said, I was so excited hearing that you're expecting, like you guys are expecting. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that, that's amazing. You know, and um, you have this personality that you can't not love John Simmons. And, and I know, I know everybody feels the same way. Like, it, you know, you talk about like how I early on came and like got you for the icy hot and everything like that. To be completely honest, it was probably because I was like, 
like you have this energy about you where it's just like I want this guy involved. Like he is part, he's already part of us. So I dude, I, I appreciate you coming on so much. There is we'll have a part two and three and four, whatever we need to, to cover everything. But I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your openness, your honesty, uh, your fun, loving nature, your kindness, like everything about your brother. Like I, I love you to death. And I think everybody's really going to enjoy this episode with that. I will let you kind of send us off and, and say whatever, whatever you want. Uh, brother, I just, you know, thanks for, you know, you and Buddha and, and Andrew kind of just giving us this kind of just also having the idea and then kind of going forward with it. So this is like, this is awesome that we can hear each other's voices for like the first time. And like some of us probably like, I haven't heard Banksy's voice since the podcast. Like, so I, I, I just love what we're doing and what you guys have, you know, taking and kind of ran with it and, and, and how strong with it. So I just, you guys are definitely, you know, bringing a lot of people back together, but uh, for the family, man, um, I love you guys. I miss you guys. I miss our time together and, you know, 15 years, 50 years. I mean, we'll still be, we'll still be family and, um family is family and you guys are definitely if you ask my wife man she she's like what are you you always are talking about these these guys I'm like honey you gotta meet them man gotta meet them but i really do love you guys i really do miss you guys it's it's something that i would never take back uh i'll always look forward to just a chat but i'm so looking forward to seeing your faces um and let's keep this thing rocking and rolling, man. I love you guys. Um, hit me up. Uh, Going to try to do some music. If you guys have uh, any, when Corona finally fades and you do a house party or even at the reunion, I just, you know, or if we just want to go and get a burger together, man. But uh, I love you guys. And, you know, let's keep this thing rolling, family.
What does it mean? He wouldn't know. 